Brianna. Yes. Hey, Brianna. Hey. You know what I said to myself? What'd you say to yourself? When I was watching this movie. (laughs) (laughs) What'd you say to yourself? I said, you know, A, I don't know who half these people are. B, (laughs) B, you know, they can kill off all these motherforkers. It's okay. Because I'm not going to kill off Spider-Man. Like... He's a literal child, and Marvel don't play that way. Okay, spoilers for this movie, everyone. (laughs) Marissa, pretty clear from the jump that this is a spoilery. It's just like we did. Shut up! It was the same for the last two movies we've done. Stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) He's a literal child, and also he's like the Marvel superhero. You know, he's not. I won't say he's their Superman, but he is, like, the Marvel, like, the iconic Marvel hero. He's Stan Lee's, like, spirit animal or whatever. You know what I mean? Like certainly up there. You know, when people used to ask when Aunt May would die, Stan Lee would, like, get in their face and scream at them. Aunt May will never die. Aunt May will never die. Right? So, like, this was his... You know, this was his special. And also, so I've never seen this child before. Oh, Tom Holland. He's yeah. He's the new one, yeah. He's, he's, he's like 14 or something. <laughs> and I was like, well, okay, well, maybe everyone else is going to die. But at least this sweet, innocent... Adorable. Adorable little boy will be left to pick up the pieces. Them motherfuckers killed Spider-Man. Yeah, and I, they And did. I have... Some feelings about that. <laughs> and they're not good. They make me want to go Thanos on people. <laughs> Which will now be forever the way that you say that you're going to... So you know how decimate literally means to kill a tenth of all people? Yes. So now Thanosate now means <laughs> to kill half of all people. I like that. I mean, I don't like killing half of all people, but... <laughs> yeah, your I, odds I, aren't good. I like that as a verb. Actually, there is a website... Where you can find out whether or not you have been spared by Thanos. One of my coworkers said it to me. I was spared, but I was like, what kind of victory is that? It's, it's, a, not, it's miserable. It's like the leftovers, but a thousand times worse. Yeah, it was very leftovers. It was very, um, yeah, like left behind and all that like kind of nonsense. Yeah, it was very much. So should we just uh, at the top... By the way, Marissa just saw Avengers Infinity War. Oh, yeah, I mean, I've still got the popcorn fake butter on my hands. <laughs> like, I don't think I've really washed my hands yet. I mean, I, I rinsed them in the sink, but I was in a hurry. <laughs> you were like, I have to get home. I have to get home right now. <laughs> Record this podcast. I was... Uh, out this evening, and we had planned to record um, Amramica, the beautiful part yeah, one. Yeah, sorry, Megan Amram. Sorry, you know. But then, when on my way home, I just get furious all caps <laughs> texts from Marissa. Well, I texted you from the bathroom because so I I I am an out. Look, I've I've pushed two children. It's the sizes of watermelon through something the size of a lemon. I can't hold my pee for two and a half hours anymore, okay? It does not happen. So I got up at the part where we meet Peter Dinklage, which that so was then weird. I was then it was I was very confused when I came back in because I was like, oh, it's Peter Dinklage. And then they cut to a wide shot and I was like, 
who's that giant? What's what's happening? So yeah, anyway, all very weird. So I'm in the bathroom. I'm sitting on the toilet, <laughs> frantically getting my pee out and texting Brianna Why to figure are you out. Telling people you're <laughs> who cares? And I'm frantically texting her like. Who are these people? <laughs> There's this whole emotional storyline with these two people who I have never met because <laughs> I, I didn't go Just see a selective. Yes, what's a selective its, viewer. What's its junk? What's age, the age of, age of ultra? Thank you. I, like I don't know. So so it's a it's a redhead, and I was like, I think that's Scarlet Witch, but they literally never say the words Scarlet Witch in the movie. I don't think in this. Yeah, movie. they call her Wanda, which is her given her human name. And then she's calling him Viz. And I was like, what is this? And then they, someone finally says Vision. I was like, it's, it's a guy named Vision? And then it's like, oh, if we take the stone out of his head, like, and then Bruce Banner's like, oh, you're made up of parts of something. I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> what is this? Is, so, this, so she's, is this a robot? He's a guy? So, what? <laughs> so listeners, I'm out. And I get a text message, and I don't notice it right away. I get a text message from her that's... How dare you not notice it right away? I was at a, actually a very interesting talk, but um, I get a text from her that says, in the middle of Avengers, peeing, not sure ho- who all these kissing couples are. And I responded with, okay, Grandma. <laughs> like, who are they? Also, are Pepper and Tony... Married, engaged, engaged, engaged. One of them said, "Congrats on the wedding." So I was confused by that. Um, um, what's his face when he comes to? No, no, Hulk, Hulk, Banner. Yeah, yeah. So one of the things about where I actually did not like rewatch Civil War or anything before I saw this, and I probably should have. Because there were things where I was like, oh, right, this whole thing. Or, oh, well, right. Well, William Hurt was a hologram. I was like, who are you? Yeah, so he's... What is this? <laughs> <laughs> this some, it's some... <laughs> some government <laughs> official being like, well, Don Cheadle, you're really going to be in trouble. <laughs> Don Cheadle's like, ha-ha, I, I banish your hologram. Like, okay, okay. That- that so, was very. I thank you, William Hurt, for so appearing in this the, movie. So the problem is he dead now? Nobody knows. So one of the issues is. <laughs> I have to, can I be honest? Can I be honest with you? Yes, Our yes. movie episodes are my favorite episodes. Yes. <laughs> it's like we know this about the Good Place, but it's nice to have a detour every once in a while. The so the issue with the with that is that you know they are it's. All of these things are nods to, like, the other movies. So, like, Age of Ultron... Oh, boy, you better make this snappy. Oh, I... Trust me, because I don't remember most of it. Age of Ultron introduces um, the Sokovia Accords, which is basically this thing that basically sets up Civil War. Isn't the Mutant Registration Act? Is that, like... That's X-Men. Oh, But they do want... I know. Which is like, if they get into the MCU, we're going to have, like... Uh, they are. I mean, that acquisition is going to go through. Yeah, that'll be like a whole... Then we'll be li- really living in, like, a Parks and Rec, Pat Oswalt universe. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, boy. But, so, this the Age of Ultron and the carnage of Age of Ultron, which is where we first meet Scarlet Witch. And actually, she has a really um, nice relationship with her brother who 
Spoiler well, alert. That's who I didn't know. I was like, I was like, doesn't she have a brother? So she and then does. I see him. I see her with this dude at the beginning. I was like, oh, it must be her brother. And they start like Mac, and I was like, oh god, I hope it's not definitely her not her brother. So her brother, sadly, they're so they're twins, and they've been through this whole like traumatic upbringing together, and they really is it the Russians or is yeah. that just black? Oh, uh, it is Leviathan, the Russians. Yeah. And Sokovia is basically like an Eastern Bloc country. And, um... Oh, it's a country. Okay. Uh, or city? I don't remember. It's all made up. It's all made up. But it's an Eastern Bloc area, and they've survived this, like, traumatic childhood. They're, They're villains at the beginning of Age of Ultron. And they gradually... Who's the twins? What's the twins' name? Um... I I don't remember his... It's Peter. I'll Google it. You talk. He has powers too. He sacrifices himself at the end, and they're twins. And she has this incredible emotional reaction that actually really got me because you know, obviously, the sibling bond. Quicksilver. Quicksilver. So, uh, oh, that's right because that confused me because Quicksilver's also in X Men: Days of Future Past. Anyway, oh, they're gonna have a heck of a time marrying these universes. Yeah, it's gonna be b- banana ramus. So the. Sokovia Accords uh, are set up after the basically the carnage of, of Age of Ultron, and William Hurt is in Civil War, and so Civil War basically is Cap on one side, Iron Man on the other side, and the you know basically the breaking up of the Avengers. Um, yeah, I noticed so, that uh, Tony hasn't called Cap on his flip phone. Why does he have a flip phone <laughs> since? Civil War. Why did why? I was like, maybe this is a joke I don't remember, but you are Tony Stark. Yeah, it was Why do you have a flip phone, sir? Why? Maybe it's for security. Like, my friend was saying that like maybe like it was a joke because Cap only had a flip phone because he's like a man frozen in time and like, you know Yeah, frozen in nineteen forty three, which isn't exactly flip phone era. No, but like when he came like the first Captain America came out at oh boy, a time. I said you gotta make it snappy, dude. No, but like the first Captain America movie came out at a time when having a flip phone wouldn't be like out of the ordinary. Okay. Um But anyway, yeah. So Vision comes out of Age of Ultron as well. He's basically what uh, Jarvis. Is he Jarvis. He's, a, he's like an AI that gets a human body and is uh-huh. partly, partly Ultron. Partly. How did he get the Mind Stone? Uh, shrug emoji. I honestly, this is why I should have done a rewatch because I def don't remember, and all the like nerds in the world are like yelling at us. This is just like Doctor Who. Somehow every dang thing comes down to Earth, and it's like, why? What's so special about humans in a world in an infinite universe with infinite species and planets and moons and asteroids? Why does everything keep coming back to Earth? And it's the same thing with this. Why did Earth have two of the six infinity stones that were apparently forged in the Big Bang? (laughs) Um, Well, Doctor Strange has one of them. Oh, there was a lot of Doctor Strange in this movie, and I've never (laughs) seen him before, and I don't know if I care for him. (laughs) Doctor Strange... Lots of hand motions. <laughs> I'm doing them right now. You can't see me. It's great I'm waving for my hands medium. in circles. <laughs> whoosh, whoosh. Guys, we are really punchy. I saw this movie on Tuesday, 
And oh, I, it's been a while for you. So it has been it's a been while. Like three days. I cannot begin to recap this movie. It is way too complicated. So there's a lot. We're it not, left yeah, we me try. as I was watching it. I enjoyed it. Like I left being like, "What the hell?" But I or we could say hell, right? I, I left. We can say hell. Like, yes, <laughs> we've said hell uh, roughly a thousand times because we're always talking about how our people are in hell. That's also true. Yeah. I left being like, what the fork just happened, but I enjoyed myself. But if you asked me to recap this movie, I'd, I would just, I think this podcast <sighs> would be three hours long. So we yeah, shouldn't do I that. Can't, I can't edit that. But no. Lots happens. A lot of stuff happens. Basically, the whole movie is Thanos just rampaging the universe, yeah. getting infinity stone after infinity stone. Voiced by Josh with, Brolin. Yeah, I, that's, I, don't, I don't care for that CGI one bit, by the way, but... And he just takes them like it's nothing. So, like, why didn't he take them a hundred years ago or whatever? Like, what has he been waiting for? What? Well, why he didn't now? know. He didn't know where all of them were. Did he not? Remember when he he doesn't know where the soul stone is? And she well, yeah, but Gamora's known for a long time. I guess he only maybe he just captured Nebula. It doesn't matter. Thanos just lightly trips through the universe plucking he's already got how many does he have at the beginning two one or two 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 there's six it's a lot to keep track of yeah so there's two i think there's two on his glove two on earth and two in random locations one yeah. with the collector benicio del toro yes my man benicio's w- having a great uh year sci-fi year between this I and uh, I, I did not like his character in star wars but whatever oh see you know i had a different opinion but making you know it's fine. Whatever. We don't have to relitigate that. <laughs> so, so he's got two on his glove. I'm going to call it a glove. I'm not calling it a gauntlet or whatever. Two on his glove. Two on Earth. One is inside Vision's forehead. Yeah. And one is on Doctor Strange's cape as yes. his little clasp to his cute little cape that is sentient. And it's like the rug from Aladdin. <laughs> yes. Oh, good. Good pull. And then two. There's one with Benicio, and there's one on this creepy dark planet where shouts like, to uh hugo weaving's character from the the first uh uh captain america movie red skull what that was red skull that was red skull see how am i supposed to know these things you th- they should they have are... had a little they should have had a little like a little uh this super, needs a second screen in- experience yes <laughs> Just like superimposed text, just like a little arrow being like, Psst, that's Red Skull. This is, you know what this needs? We need pop-up video. Remember from yes. like so, early yeah, no. 90s VH1? Yeah, oh, come on. Pop into pop-up video. So he, so the the death of Red Skull was that he tried to get the Soul Stone and failed? That's how they defeat him in Captain America? I don't think so. Great. Okay. Again, I don't. <laughs> sure. The, how long ago did that movie come out? They made the everything first, comes down to earth again, huh? They made the first Iron Man movie ten years ago. Yeah, it hasn't been that long. Anyway, so so okay, two on the glove, two on Earth, two in random locations, one with Benicio, one in creepy, Vormir. creepy, cre- creepy planet, a creepy planet, <laughs> and he just goes and gets them. Well, like, it's no big deal. Well, I think I mean he causes that, a lot of havoc around along does, the way, yeah. and a lot of people try to stop him. They all fail, and his whole motivation is, and this is real dumb. His whole motivation is that he's from this planet, which I mean, we get a shot of the planet, and admittedly, it's far away, but nobody looks big and dumb and purple. They look like regular people, so I don't know why he's big and dumb and purple. But he's a like a he's a god at this point, isn't he, or or some kind of a celestial being. No, he's not a 
Is he? What is he? Let's Google it. <laughs> okay, you Google it. Sorry, guys. What is Thanos? <laughs> what is a Thanos? <laughs> oh, so his his motivation is, okay, he comes from this planet. It was overpopulated. He's he a said, titan, I think. He's from the planet Titan, anyway. That's what we. That's the yeah. planet we saw. Yeah. So there were too many Titanians on this planet, and he said, "Hey, let me help everybody out and murder randomly murder half of the population." Yeah, I like that. He was like, you know, it's just random, it's egalitarian. Like, yeah. yeah, and I was like, yeah, that is that's okay. That's supposed to make it better. Okay, Look, it's, I guess it's it's better than anything else if you have to murder half of people, but sure. you don't have to. Whatever. But he, but they, they stupidly refused his offer, and then they came to ruin. And so now he goes from planet to planet, murdering half of all people on a planet for whatever definition of people it is on a right. planet. I mean, to he murders him. Groot at the end. Is Groot a person? Whatever. It's a so, sentient being. Sure. So the, yeah. from what I understand <laughs> in the comics, I'm going to be that person for a second. From what I understand in the comics, Thanos is in love with death. So death is a is a personified being. That's that's is a DC, woman. not Marvel. Nope. There's a there's a mistress death. Uh, eventually falling in love with the physical embodiment of death, mistress death. So but this maybe. is not listeners. Take me at take me at my word. This is not the cute death with the the black top hat and the little squiggle under one eye. That is a DC property. That's a, yes, that's yes. His original motivation for murdering everybody all the time is because he's courting death and he wants to i mean thanos is like the greek word for death right i don't know i'm like 80 percent sure um, i took latin not greek but so it is it is to get her attention i think like it's to get her to like you know fall in love with him or whatever so i'm glad they didn't go with that motivation because that would have been even lamer so yeah i mean so but they had to i think find a reason that would maybe give him like what's weird is that for me is that in all of the movies leading up to this the ones that i have seen anyway that reference thanos or that thanos makes an appearance in he's not a very three-dimensional, and I don't mean animation-wise. He's not a very three-dimensional. <laughs> oh, that's also a challenge. Um, oh. Oh, oh. He's not a very three-dimensional character, and he's just sort of portrayed as, like, a heartless monster, kind of. And so this movie and his motivation, I think, was meant to kind of, like, give him a little bit more of, like, a, some some pathos but it's know. all no i mean i don't know if it's pathos it's it, to me it's more like he a is reason. A, he, he's a reason he's yeah 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 so he's a pretty pure now i never remember the difference between sociopath and psychopath but he's a pretty pure let's say psychopath but usually even psychopaths have a logic in their head yeah you know and it's and it's amoral and it's um horrifying but it's some kind of logic yeah um and so i think they were giving him a logic yes that's yes and also with gamora trying to give him a little do you have some thoughts about that apparently i mean god she i she may have had the saddest story in this yes. whole movie oh my god and i'm not it's not a bad story 
it's just a sad story. Yeah. So I have, I don't, I don't, I'm not, that was not a growl of anger. That was more a growl of like, God, that was a lot Anguish. for any person. Anguish. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot for anybody to bear. In, in short, she, she leads Thanos to the soul stone because Thanos is torturing Nebula. There's a lot of, yeah, it's pretty much the only way he gets his hands on anything, huh? The, yeah, like, I mean, maybe- I will kill this person. Like, okay, and and every time I was like, no, 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 everybody, no, stop. Well, that's so. I think don't why- do the thing. Yes, let him kill this person. Let him kill you. Let him kill literally everyone he can kill in a non supernatural way. That before was- you let him get the- his hands on the supernatural thing. That was a hundred percent. My, I was like, look, I am appreciative that Nebula and Gamora have had a very complicated relationship. I am appreciative that in... You did see um, the second... Uh, oh, absolutely. Guardians. Guardians. Sure, Because sure. we talked about it. Not on the show, just in life, because we do this. <laughs> we would do this, listeners, whether or not uh, we were recording a podcast. You were listening, and you may not be listening. You may, <laughs> you may be like, beep, I'm not doing this. Um, but we... Um, so we talked about that. So I appreciate that she and Gamora, like, made up and are, like, have a you know, are starting to appreciate each other more. Nebula's life, Vision's life, whatever, uh, life in quotes. Yes. In my Not worth more opinion, than literally half of yes. all life in the universe. And Vision is like, and Captain is like, we don't trade lives. I'm like, yeah, we do though. I mean, I'm sorry. If it's literally one person versus literally half the universe, we do trade lives. We for sure we do, do. Trade lives. and also it's it's, it's not yeah. even utilitarianism at that point it's just common sense yeah i mean talk about your like philosophical like you know we usually have these like big philosophical discussions like i think that's the biggest because thanos is essentially exactly what you said finding everybody's weakness which is another person in this movie and saying if you don't give me what i want i'm gonna torture this person or i'm gonna kill this person that you love but if I, you know, it's hard because like, you know, if somebody were torturing you, I would give them whatever they wanted. But if it was like, if the purpose was like, I'm going to get this thing so that I can commit a genocide, I might I think know, twice. Right? I mean, Nebula was telling Gamora, like, don't, don't do, it. do it. And the same thing, like, um, Tony when and, Tony and um, Dr. Strange, Dr. Strange, he's, you know, he says now. Doctor Strange's decision. Yeah, yeah, so... He has looked forward in time. (laughs) This is absurd. It's absurd. So, it's not absurd that he looked forward in time to all 14 million whatever possible conclusions, but the fact that he found precisely one where Thanos doesn't rule supreme forever or whatever is absurd. Because, like, there has to be... And I'm sorry, I just stole this from Jenny Nicholson. Everybody watch Jenny Nicholson. She's hilarious. But there's not even one future where he just, like, gets hit with a rock, you know? Like, a, <laughs> just an asteroid falls on him. Like, there, there's one? Because I was like, if he says one, I am going to get up and walk out of here. Like, I am going to spank you, movie. Yes. You no, know, I thought he was going to say none. I thought he was going to be like, this is real bleak, you guys. Uh, we're done. I thought he was maybe going to say ten or something. <laughs> I realize 10 doesn't well, have the same I think, punch. I, yeah. I mean, I think he had to say one because as he is, uh, spoilers for the end of this movie, disintegrating into ash. Ooh, yikes. Yeah. Um, which was, well, I'll finish my thought and then I'll yeah. say the other thing. 
as he's disintegrating, he basically says it was the only way. And you are sort of meant to understand, or at least I took away from it that like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if, if he had said there are 10 outcomes, you'd be like, well, why does it have to be the one where you're all <laughs> freaking disintegrated? Oh, okay. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, why does it, because, maybe the other ones were worse. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like, if he's like disintegrating, he's like, trust me, the other ones were worse. And then he like <laughs> flies away. Yeah. I mean, so the, so the disintegration that comes at the end was like a gut punch that I was not, pre- I managed to stay away from spoilers. I did too. The reason I finally went to this movie was because like, I-, I was like, I don't think I can stay away from spoilers any longer. Yeah. Like people are starting to be more careless with them. YouTube started auto playing a review uh, with, with spoilers for me. And I didn't see any or hear any, but I was like, I, 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 I can't like, yeah. this is going to happen. I got to yeah. nip this in the bud. So my husband was like, go see it tonight. Go, 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 go. So I bought a ticket on my phone and I hopped in the car and yeah, we were off to the races. And I, so I was, you know, I knew this was going to be bleak to a degree. Like I knew it was going to be dark because, you know, Infinity War is this enormous conflict. I knew it was going to be dark. I, the, the ending with, you know, it, it, the whole movie jumps you from one place to another place to another place to another place. And... I'm like, okay, I'm enjoying this, but like, I, you know, and I'm invested in some characters more than others or whatever, but like that it was worth it for me for that ending because that ending was such a gut punch to me, such an emotional gut punch of just like, you think things are going to be kind of okay. Like you think they're going to be survivable. And then when Bucky comes out in Wakanda and it's just like mm-hmm. Steve, and then he just disintegrates. Yeah, I was and like, it's like, oh no, he done did it. Some, yeah, he some, done did it, y'all. He, he done did it. Um, and T'Challa, we have to oh. talk about Wakanda forever. <sighs> I mean, Wakanda forever, forever. Hashtag Wakanda um, forever. I mean, but at least I will say this: when T'Challa disintegrated, I went. Oh, okay. This is all getting walked back. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, at least I know this literally cannot stand because they're going to make eight more Black Panther yeah. movies. Yes. Also, okay. So there is also a God theory. God bless the almighty dollar. Yes. There is also a theory. Yeah, that's true. Like my friend who I saw it with was like, look, if they had disintegrated Cap and Iron Man, I would have been like, oh, this is for real because those right. guys don't want to do these movies anymore. Right. Interestingly... Cap and Iron Man did not meet or speak in this movie, which was a big thing from the end of Civil War. Basically, they punch each other practically to death because it is... I kept thinking about what, what did Meg say? Just more and more like punching harder and harder. The whole, yeah, all yeah. the showdowns with Thanos were just like, who could let's try yeah. to punch him harder. Everybody I'm like, guys, just... it's not... That's not gonna work. I was like, how about you cut his arm off? Like, d- you know? Yeah, that, um, that's not a bad idea. But, you know, if Thor can like hold open a thing that harnesses the power of the sun and still survive i think he could probably you know hack thanos's arm off but interestingly i heard a theory about the disintegration going back to that for a second that it's actually reversed and that all of the people who didn't get disintegrated are the ones who are actually dead that's possible um i mean that's it's just a it's a wild wild ass guess yeah i mean 
So I'm who just... who died pre disintegration? Gamora mm-hmm. and Loki. Loki, my friend Kate, the star stalwart friend and listener Kate. That's her boyfriend, Loki. I'm sorry, um, Kate. Sorry so for he, your loss. He's like she, he dies within like the first five minutes, and I just look he over dies at in her. The cold open. He dies in the cold open. There that are is- so many deaths in the cold open. He seems to have Thanos seems to have murdered not fifty percent, but l- rather ninety nine point nine percent of all the Asgardians on the ship who are like women and children. Basically, I mean, there are some non women, non children, but they're just like civilians, which I guess is Thanos's and, MO. So uh, that Idris Elba. He, he murdered that- Idris. So I saw Idris Elba in the crest. I was like. Where the F was Idris Elba? I didn't see Idris Elba. Okay, so he was an Asgardian, right? So he's the one who rainbow bridges the Hulk back to New York. Yeah. But he gets, like, straight up just gut-stabbed. And this is in the cold open. And it finally is, like, Avengers. And I was like, oh, it hasn't started yet. And (laughs) the the body count is already in the hundreds. Yes. That's, that's like, what we're in for. Like, that just... It's actually There were so many little children in the theater with me and i was like what know, man the what there was right next to me two tiny little kids were sharing a seat sharing a seat that's how little they were the girl at least you're was gonna like, have nightmares kiddo i know the girl at least i think it was like seven or eight or something but her little brother had a pacifier no 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 take I your children like, home what are you doing just get so it many, on demand like so later kids in the theater it's like what and the little boy and i heard the dad talking to the little boy being like are you scared i want to be like of course he's scared i'm are scared you mind? <laughs> on the other hand the little girl so they they were black and the little girl when uh black panther yells wakanda forever she just exploded in a in a light ray of joy yeah i will i will she just i mean her hands in her face and just like she's twitching and she's grinning and she's like yeah vibrating with excitement i was vibraniuming with excitement (laughs) i was in the world's slowest concession line um at the (laughs) beginning because we could not see this at alamo draft house because the tickets were sold out so we went to like a normal theater and I offered to get popcorn for everybody. And so uh, I was in the world's slowest concession line. And the only thing that made it like even like doable, you know, for me to not lose my cool. There was a family behind me, an African-American family behind me with a little boy. They were clearly there to see Avengers because he had a Black Panther mask on. <laughs> And he was running around while they were waiting in line going, ha, I'm Black Panther. I'm T'Challa. And like running around. And there was like this giant Avengers, like, you know, not even a poster, like one of those huge displays, the the stand-ups. And, you know, Black Panther's on it. And he goes up and he's like, Black Panther, Black Panther. Like he was just. He is not going to like the ending of that movie. (sighs) I know, man. I mean, and this is. Also, who was the. So, Okay. I hate to be this person, but okay. like, so I knew all of the Wakandans. Yes. And I know who Don Cheadle is because he were, I know that he replaced Terrence Howard in the Iron Man movies. Yes. Who was the other black guy with the wings? Who was that? Oh, that's uh, Falcon. Fal- they Okay. Nobody says the word Falcon out loud. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> who well, yeah. is he? Does he, he hangs with Cap? Is that his deal? Yeah. He's Captain America's friend. And he's <laughs> just a pal. He's okay. sort of like the tier two Avenger that like basically when the original Avengers break up Cap and Black Widow and um, 
Falcon stay behind and like train some of the new newer people. Um, he also gets disintegrated. So yeah, I mean, uh, so there is a the there, named black characters take a pretty bad beating in the disintegration matrix. Also, in our uh, in the uh, post credit sequence with our man, yes, Nick, Nick Fury, Fury going mother, and then getting that. <laughs> I, I love that. I can't decide how I feel about that. I thought it was hilarious. I was like, I mean, did they literally disintegrate him only to? And what was the thing at the end? You you you're a nerd. You know what this? He he, he Captain Marvel. Sen. Oh. Oh, Captain Marvel, Brie Larson's character, yeah. Okay. Oh or- boy, Did we don't. Do we need more people? Anyway, yeah. so 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 we were trying to catalog all the 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 quote unquote real dead people. Gamora, Loki. Was there anybody else? Um, I mean the Asgardians, who I don't know. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, Hulk doesn't want to come out. <laughs> He's not dead. He's just. He's, not feeling it. Yeah, he's just uh, has like some post traumatic stress issues. Yeah, I, I was that it. I, I mean, felt like there civilian were civilian casualties like crazy. Oh boy. Um, you know, do you ever listen to We Hate Movies? Let me just do, plug yeah. another podcast real quick. They <laughs> like to measure. <laughs> they like to measure um, disaster movies and action movie um, civilian casualties and how many nine elevens it is. <laughs> and. <laughs> I know it's a crude and kind of insensitive measure, I guess, yeah. but I think it is probably worth... Well, particularly for these movies, because so much of the carnage takes place in New York. Yeah, and that's a big it one. watching in New York going, it's always New York! Can't you got? Can't you people go to like, like go to San Francisco? They need it. They need a good destruction. Go to Chicago. Go to Washington, why does anyone DC? live in New York at this point? Is the question. You Literally. know what I mean? <laughs> so, but like before before the disintegration matrix descends, I don't. I don't know why I'm calling it a matrix. I just am. You're a mathematician. Yeah. There are, uh, I think, several 9-11s. <laughs> because the Wakandans get destroyed oh my god that was so difficult to watch i mean i have to say there were two parts of the movie where everybody in my theater clapped and cheered oh okay the, the I, first, don't, I don't think that happened at all in mine the first was when captain america first shows up oh nobody cared in my theater okay see i was passed out because chris evans like i didn't think he could get any hotter and then he shows up with like a beard and i'm like i'm done <laughs> Stick a fork in me. Um, what is that noise for? It's fart noise of disbelief. Okay, well, more for me then. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and then the second time was when they're taking vision. He, you know, somebody's like, oh, I know one person who can do it. And I turned to my friend. I was like, it's going to be Shuri. Shuri! Oh, yeah. Sure I mean, enough, yeah. they're flying into Wakanda and everyone was like, woo! So, you know. My theater enjoyed that quite a lot. And I I also thought some of the Wakanda stuff was some of the best, like, set action set pieces in the movie. And I also just kept thinking about all those, like, um, black extras who got to be, like, Wakandan, uh, you know, special forces or whatever for the day. And just how much fun that must have been <laughs> to be out there. I mean, they got, they got destroyed by CGI monsters, but sure. Still, I mean, it's, you know, you get to spend a day with... <clears throat> You know, let, me, let me say this on a completely different note. This movie made me laugh really hard. Yes, it was a lot really funny. Like when the general tells um, Black Panther that when she thought 
that he meant opening the borders. She thought she thought he meant maybe that they would get like a Starbucks and the Olympics <laughs> and the Olympics. I was I literally was like my like our dad in the theater like ha. Ah! Uh, our, uh, listen, our our dad has a very distinct <laughs> laugh when he finds when he's like surprised by something funny. Yes, exactly. It's like very loud. Yeah, th- I mean that's I think one of the other reasons why the ending like got me so badly was because like this is a light hearted movie. Like Chris, uh, there's so many Chris's in this movie. Chris, <laughs> I only count two. Are there more than two? There's three: Chris Evans, uh-huh. Chris Pratt, and Chris Hemsworth. Oh, Hemsworth. Yeah. So you get, the, you get, but, but the Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, their movies, like the levity of those movies are really transferred to this one because you get a lot of like Peter Quill being like really um, insecure around Thor, which is it's hilarious. hilarious. And, you know, Bradley Cooper is doing his best rocket and like. You know, really knocking that out of the park. And Teenage Groot is hysterical. Just as, like, this disaffected teenager who's, like, constantly playing a video game. An Earth video game from, like, 1980. Yeah, it's like, he's basically playing, like, what, Space Invaders or something? (laughs) Um, And, yeah, so, like, I did think this movie was really, like a lot funnier than I thought it was going to be, which is certainly way funnier than any other Marvel movie I've seen outside guardians of the galaxy. It's definitely funnier than Thor funnier than I think funnier than like the big three other trilogies to me, which is like Thor, Captain America and uh, Iron Iron Man. Man. I mean, Iron Man's got some comedy, but it's a lot from like, it's uh, more of a snickering sort of comedy. This was like, a. I mean, this got real laughs from me in a lot of places. I was like, this is really funny. Yeah. I don't know who they brought in to do jokes on this script, but like that person is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much crossover there was on like the writing team or whatever between this and Guardians, but it felt Guardians-esque. It did. And I will say that. So there was a lot of heterosexual affection going on in this movie, which kind of, to me, really emphasized how there are no gay people in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Sorry, straights. No I'm one of them. I am, I am a straight, but I, I do recognize that not everything is too attractive young um, opposite sex partners. But, you know, so there was this... Scarlet Witch and Vision, who I'd never seen these people before. I mean, the, the guy the guy is kind of cute, I guess. So in that sense, I guess I cared a little bit. But they're like, oh, we're so young and in love, and it's like, oh, the thing that's keeping me alive is actually going to destroy the galaxy. Like, yeah, you gotta you gotta kill your boyfriend, and she really does not do that soon enough. So no, whatever. she didn't. She should have done that like in frame ASAP. one. Yeah, <laughs> like sorry, honey, <laughs> like. And he was totally for it. She should have just done it. Anyway. Yeah, he was like, yeah, you got to do this. And she's like, no. And I'm like, look, you know, we do this, not, lady, we do not have time and for honestly, this. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. <laughs> and honestly, like, we've never really seen, like, they kind of make eyes at each other. But unless I'm forgetting some, like, crazy thing that happens I've in one of the previous movies. I've never seen them before. They aren't technically together. So I think part of my, I know I'm interrupting you, but I think part no, no. of part of my my trouble with some of the the kissing couples was that a <laughs> we'll lot get of back them, to them yeah well this is related because a oh, lot because yeah. a lot of them you know this movie's set uh, you know in the future from all these other movies so but we have to yes, make time up, has moved no, in a linear but, fashion but i mean like we haven't seen the development of a lot of these relationships 
So, like, at the end of Guardians... So, like, Vision and Scarlet Witch maybe we're making eyes at each other. I don't remember them having, like, a crazy, like, make-out scene or anything in any of the other movies. <laughs> Ew. I, he's I a robot. <laughs> he's a, you know, he's a, a half person anyway. But, like, now all of a sudden we're forward in time and they have spent the last two years having this clandestine affair, which we're supposed to get and care about for some in reason. Scotland for some reason. <laughs> And then it's a lawless nation, I suppose. <laughs> and then Gamora. And... So this is what I actually wanted to talk about. Okay, okay. I so I actually care about the two of them. You know, yeah. Like, but at the end of Guardians two, it's not clear whether or not they're together. I think that they're not together. I mean, it, it's pretty clear from what Peter says in this movie. I'm sorry, Star Lord says in this movie. He is her, like, occasional booty call. I think it's yes. pretty... He's, that was another laugh line for me. He said, like, I'm more like a long... Or because somebody says, oh, great, the boyfriend's here. And he says, it's more Thanos like says a... says that. Yeah, more like a... He says something like, more like a, you know, badass alien killing long-term booty call or something like that. That made me laugh a lot. So I, I think it's pretty plausible that the two of them have been sleeping together for a long time. Yeah. I think that you can read that from Guardians 2. That there yeah. is a lot of interesting energy coming off of the two of them. Yeah. And I think it you can 100% read that as they've been sleeping together, but they don't talk emotions. And that's fine because he's a little bit emotionally, and she's a little bit emotionally. So like, <laughs> yeah. What was that? <laughs> don't make me transcribe it. So <laughs> um, when she's asking him to kill her, that I mean, I thought this rough. It was actually very affecting when she tells him, you know, I've never loved anyone or I don't love anything as much as I love you or something like that. Yeah. And he tells her, I love you too, and then goes to kill her. And then Thanos um, circumvents him, prevents him from doing that. But I was like, oh, I actually really care about this couple. And like, that was really sort of bittersweet. Meanwhile, also, speaking of straight couples, Pepper and Tony have a weird moment at the very beginning of the movie. Their relationship is very weird. It's very strange. They're engaged now, I guess. She, the last we hear from Pepper in a two and a half hour movie is 20 minutes in, her yelling at him over the headset, being like, don't you dare go avenge. No, 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 no. And then she is gone. Is she disintegrated? Is, did she get 9-11? We have no idea what happened to Pepper. Yeah. I mean, that's unfortunately like a lot of their dynamic in the Avengers movies is like once they are together she has been sidelined quite a bit in the Iron Man films obviously in the first one they have the will they won't they it actually kind of I think their chemistry in that one kind of works but since they sort of like since he put a ring on it basically like she is which was when (sighs) you're asking me I don't quite remember but in the second or third I think it's in the hmm? second or third Iron Man movie I saw Iron Man 2 they're together but they're on the rocks Um, that's the one (sighs) with Mickey Rourke yeah it's not a good movie they're together but they're on the rocks and then basically like the issue with their relationship is basically Tony (laughs) like it's the fact that like he loves the attention and he still has this thing in his chest that he doesn't need right because he got the surgery to remove when was that the end of iron man 3 i think okay i didn't see that so 
you know, but she's not. And then the other heterosexual potential was fourth. Yes. Was this, are you talking about Black Widow and Hulk? Yeah. Which was a There's big. Not, nothing happens. No, no. They um, literally no. just say hi to each other and then they do not interact at all well, throughout the rest of the movie. Right. So what you missed from a previous movie, unless you saw this one, I don't know, was... I don't know. A, you have to tell me which one it is. I honestly... I will be completely honest with you and say that I don't, uh, I don't remember. It's the one where they're at Clint's farm. It's like... Nope. It's no idea. Avengers 2. Okay. So Didn't I see think it. it's Avengers 2. They start to have like a potential romantic storyline and she you know he's like let's do this thing oh this was the thing that was so widely criticized where she was like i can't have children or something yeah, right she says, this I'm, was like I'm this sterile. made every feminist's hate list of the year it I came actually, out look i'll be honest like i thought i think they're a weird couple but like i didn't mind that she was like that that was something that she was um bothered by bo- uh insecure about yeah, I mean, when I read the the synopses, it didn't strike me as that outrageous. But people were like, oh, it's Joss Whedon again. It was Joss Whedon, right? I don't remember. Joss Whedon again, tying everything back to a woman's ability to have children or not have children. I was like, okay, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't bothered by it. But basically, she says, I can't have children. He says, neither can I. Because, you know, he's got the Hulk in him. So... Wait, what what does that got to do with anything? I, for some reason, that... I mean, I guess him. genetically... I mean, his DNA is is borked so i guess probably he wouldn't be able to i think with a human i think the woman. implication is like he shoots blanks or something i don't know but really well he did expose himself to a lot of radiation <laughs> yeah so a lot so he mild-mannered bruce banner yeah so he basically says i can't either and they are on the cusp of something and it never really happens and then She's well, that's of, what it felt like in the first movie, the yeah. first Avengers 2, where she's, like, trying to talk him down from the ledge when he's, like, hulked out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there, there's, like, something here. Yeah, I mean, possibly. that's their, kind of their relationship is that she's sort of the one who can bring him back. And so they feel a connection with one another. Um, and this movie By really didn't address By the way, Bruce it. Banner was so, he was such a nebbish in this movie. He was just running around like, guys, Thanos is coming! Oh! <laughs> He's really big and mean, guys. You better get out of the way. Oh, that's him. Listen, like, he, well, like we didn't know. He comes out on Earth, this big purple dude. He's got a big glove with all the stones on it. And Bruce Banner's like, oh, that's him. That's that. like, no, we're on it, Bruce. Listen, we're on it. <laughs> that should have been the tagline to this movie. We're on it, Bruce. Um, I mean, he went through some stuff in Thor Ragnarok. So oh, whatever. Who could care? <laughs> He was sort of made to fight in a gladiatorial contest with Thor. It was like a whole thing. Uh-huh. So he's he's been through some stuff. Is that how he's... Thor lost his eye? No, Thor lost his eye because... So remember when he's having a conversation... <laughs> remember in this movie when he has a conversation with Gamora Te- teach, about teach, families? Teach, teach, teach. Let me stop you. I didn't do the background reading. <laughs> We need like Avenger, like a Cliff Notes, like Avengers for dummies. Yeah, yeah um, we do. So remember in this movie when he goes and talks to Gamora about f- how families are all forked up. Uh huh. So um, his sister Hell, ro- uh, Kate, yeah, Kate, Kate Blanchett. Kate, Kate Blanchett uh, basically gouges his eye out in a fight. Oh, that's ugh, it's not great. Let me tell you. <laughs> Not great. But, I mean, that's supposed to be the parallel to his father, who also didn't have one eye, Anthony Hopkins. 
Um, yes, yes. The, the Norse god Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> that's why Odin. That's, whatever. <laughs> that's why the middle day of the week is called Hopkins Day. <laughs> I, you laugh. I'm going to start calling it Hopkins Day. Be like, when are you free from this meeting? Oh, well, next Hopkins Day. Next Hopkins come, Day. Come, come find me for that. Yeah, so I mean... Can yeah, we make I'll, it Hemsworth Day instead? No, no, no. No, no, I'm, I'm packed solid Thor on Hemsworth Day. Thor actually got some good laughs in, too, I thought. They... He called yeah, he with, kept, the, with the Guardians. Sure. He kept calling uh, Rocket Rabbit, which I thought yeah. was really funny. And Rocket just let him do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we're just sort of go like rambling around, but uh, oh, it's too late now. We can't put structure on this thing. No, we're just there's talking. no structure to this whatsoever. But I'm trying. But I'm just trying to think of like other things. <clears throat> Did we miss any straight couples? Um. Uh, we I think we're out of women at this point, aren't we? Well, there's the Wakandan women. I guess there's Man- Mantis? Mantis, yeah. <clears throat> so let me do the joke that Brianna tried to ruin earlier, but I'm going to edit her out. Okay. Which is that <laughs> um, <laughs> when Peter is meeting Doctor Strange, yeah. he tries to introduce himself and he's like, Hi, I'm an... And, and Doctor Strange is like, I am, I'm a definitely American. Uh, hello. Oh, I- yeah. We can... <laughs> His accent. No, thank I'm you. I'm Doctor Strange, and Peter's like, "Oh, uh, I didn't realize we were doing fake names." Yeah, I'm Spider Man. That that had me roll on. That was he's yeah. so cute, and they killed his little cute butt. He had the not worst. okay. He had the worst. That was really tough. He, I have not seen the Tom Holland Spider Man movies because Homecoming was supposed to be good, right? Yeah, I it's not. I didn't see them for any. I didn't not. See I heard them it was very reason. Hey Arnold ish. <laughs> oh my god, I probably should see it. I love Hey Arnold, but Tom Holland like really held his own. I mean, to think like I thought about it from an actor's perspective, I was like, this is a young actor in scenes essentially almost exclusively with two of the biggest names in Hollywood at the moment. That's got to yes. be like a lot. So, and he comported himself very well. I thought. And had some really good lines, and I thought they used Spider-Man really well in a lot of the different battle scenes and stuff. And he, you know, he always, like, he loves Tony Stark, so he's always trying to please him. And so then at the end, when he's having this, like, emotional moment, I don't want to go, I don't want to go, and, like, clinging to Robert Downey Jr., I, like, had a moment. Because all the rest of them just sort of, like disintegrate away Except nick fury <laughs> nick, nick, nick fury is like mother and then you know but um another disintegration i mean i mentioned this before but this is the bucky. Non, with bucky the non-canon gay story or it's canon to oh. some people yeah but i mean the the deep love between captain america and bucky barnes I saw it with a good friend of mine who is a Stucky shipper, and wow, uh, that's what they've called themselves. Yes, indeed, that's at least one of the names. Okay, yeah. So I saw it with a friend of mine who is a Stucky shipper, and I just looked over and I was like, "I'm so sorry for your loss," <laughs> <laughs> because her, I mean, but it also like Sebastian Stan didn't have a ton to do in this movie. Who's that? Is that Bucky? Yeah. Okay. But I thought that when the Wakandans go to him with his new arm. You know, the fact that he looks at it and just says, where's the fight? That's been his whole life, you know, since he joined the service. I mean, I don't know, but I believe you. It's been his whole life, which is really poignant. And for him to be sort of snuffed out in that moment after, 
you know, he yeah, had but this it can't really dark stick. arc. I know. Well, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> what's going to happen in the next movie. Who the hell knows? But I let's... mean, this is in this way it is like in the good place because yes. we literally have no guesses. I have no, no guesses. No, I mean, Thanos, the, literally the end of this movie is Thanos sitting essentially like in a little pavilion on an uninhabited planet yeah, watching so glad this... that didn't get disintegrated. <laughs> I think only... Okay. Was the pavilion sentient? Anyway. I don't know. He's just sitting there he watching the sunrise. <laughs> like, yes. I guess with the reality zone, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. But sitting there watching the sunrise, just super smug and self-satisfied about the fact that he just wiped out half of the universe. And, and it just ends. And he's got the gauntlet with all six stones. And uh, that is the, I mean, it just cuts to black. And then it just is like in very somber font, like Avengers Infinity War. And like everyone in my, most of the people in my row, which was a long row, were like, what? That's <laughs> what my, is this? That, what? Was, that was my reaction. So, so, oh yeah. So <laughs> the people who are left, which is not a lot of them. No. Uh, most of them, I think more than half of the, our super powered friends are gone. The people who are left are going to have to, I guess, get a hold of the gauntlet and use its infinite power to rewind things and then destroy all the stones? I have no idea. I mean, I don't see how else... I mean, they they cannot leave these people dead. Black Panther cannot be dead, I'll tell you that right now. Disney knows how to crank money out of a money machine, and it's with Black Panther. Black Panther can't be dead, and... Spider-Man can't be dead. Spider-Man for sure can't be dead. Um, yeah. That would be that would be ludicrous. Yeah. I mean Doctor was- <laughs> Doctor Strange. I don't think they're going to make another Doctor Strange, but they you know I'm an American. Guardians, Hello. They're definitely making another Guardians. Yeah, I mean when Gamora died, I was like, "Oh, man, this is going to be hard to make another Guardians." And then literally all of the Guardians die except for Rocket, and I was like, "Oh, um What's well, gonna be really hard to make another Guardians yeah. after this? Yeah. But I know that they're filming Guardians three right now, so like, come on, I'm not stupid. That's, they have to undo this, yeah. And the only the way that they that... can undo it is if they take possession of the gauntlet, right? Yeah, I mean, or they sweet talk Thanos into undoing things, which I mean, both of those seem equally implausible. Yeah, I mean, my hope is that so we didn't get a cap and Iron Man reunion in this movie. And I think it's probably that they are saving it for when things are at their worst and these guys have to have their sort of reunion and get past what happened in Civil War. And so I'm wondering if the two of them together are going to be the leading force in trying to figure out what to do. But it's, you know, it's very difficult because they're really, really, really low on people at this point. I mean... I think they still have Black Widow. And, yeah, I think so. And, and the Hulk. Have, and the Hulk. And and Thor. Oh, that's uh, all right. the all the main Avengers survived. I mean, there's. I don't think that's that's obviously not a coincidence. Yeah, but like Scarlet Witch is gone. Vision is gone. Everyone who was with Tony. So all the Guardians and Spider Man and, and Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. All the basically all the secondary characters. All the characters, and also Black Panther is gone. You know, that's that's not secondary. I have no idea. And Falcon. Yeah, I have no idea what they're gonna do. None. 
I mean, it's it's. Can they do another two and a half hours where it's just the surviving people just kind of running after Thanos, being like, "No, give us our friends back. You just caused a a um um a hundred thousand nine elevens." I mean, honestly, there is a part of me that wonders whether or not Thanos has, for lack of a better word, predators or enemies. I, I don't know. I don't know what you mean. Maybe there's a... I just mean, like, maybe there is, like, an the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of a tense alliance that they can make with some other... Because Thanos, you know, is an outcast for his views and has... An outcast among whom? I don't... There was an earlier movie where the, he's on, I guess, Titan with a bunch of... But other... we're led to believe that Titan is just dead, right? Yeah, I guess. But I mean, that doesn't mean that there aren't other, like, people from that place that are still alive. But I think in one of the earlier movies, because this was a shout out to his relationship with death, one of the post credit sequences is basically, like, these other very powerful people, I think from Titan, basically is telling him, like, you can't go after the Infinity Gauntlet because to do that would be to court death. And he smiles. And so that's supposed to be, like, a little nod. But maybe there are forces that are... I mean, I don't want to say forces that are more powerful than him because, obviously, he's, at this point, the most powerful force in the universe. But maybe there are other forces that can help, you know, outsmart him or get the better of him in some way. I genuinely believed that when they were at the creepy planet and he was like, you have to sacrifice something that you love. I was like, Thanos doesn't love anything. I thought that too. And that's what she says. She says, you don't love anything. So you've already failed. And I actually thought it was like kind of a, I don't want to say a cheat, but no, I'm with you. That it, but it that felt it's... a little bit like you know he's like i'm sorry little one and i'm like you're trying to give us this sort of fatherly deal but you were incredibly abusive and not even abusive but like a psychopath yeah so i'm of two minds on this i'm of two minds on this one of my minds i'm totally with you where i'm like come on he, he doesn't love her the other of my she mind, saw him as a me- he, he saw her as a means to an end for most of her life. That's yeah. the impression I got. But the other part of me was has this thought of like this is actually a really savvy commentary on abusers. That when people say, and I've had this discussion with people before, like you know someone who does this and such a thing, like they don't really love blah 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 whatever, and it's like. It's actually more complicated than that. Pe- yeah. Men who, and it's generally men. Sorry, guys. Hashtag male genocide. Uh, yeah, if we have to kill all, half of all people, why not just all the men? Ooh, mm-hmm. let's do have, that. <laughs> except I have a husband and two sons, and I'd eh. not be not be cool no. with that. But yeah. In any case, um, our dad's pretty cool too. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, uh, when when men are abusive to wives and children and girlfriends, etc., a lot of times. It is sort of love in a twisted, a twisted, dark, toxic way. It is this love of like, it's a love that says you are not allowed to love anyone else. It's a love that says, you know, I have to be the sun in your universe, you know, in your, I guess, in your solar system. It's a love that is dark and sick and wrong, but it is still a kind of love. 
And so, and that, so that was the only thing where I was like, you know, Thanos is a pretty, you know, every time he was like hovering over Gamora, I mean, there was just this feeling in the pit of my stomach of like any child who's been abused by a parent probably can't even watch this. You know, this yeah. is rough. Guardians does a lot with parent-child relationships. Guar- and- yeah, and, and Guardians does a lot, at least Guardians 2 did a lot with the, we we talked about this, you know, when we were just talking about the movie ourselves, of the sibling relationship when your sibling relationship is defined by a parent's An abuse. abusive, yes. So that's what Gamora, Gamora's whole relationship with Thanos is is that of an abusive parent to an abused child. And I think it is sort of savvy to put him in this place of, like, he does love her. It's just that his love is so dark and sick and wrong that, you know, he does the things he does. I'll buy I'm that. Sure the, I'm sure that a lot of abused children... Well, I'm not sure. But I'm, I would lay money that a lot of abused children see those scenes between Gamora and Thanos and see a lot of their own lives in them. Woof. Yeah, I don't want to end on that, so we got to keep talking for at least a little bit. But like, okay, I, 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 in the moment, I was like, he doesn't love her. Like, this is this is lame, and this shouldn't count, and he shouldn't get the soul stone. But, but when I thought about it later, I was like, well, I don't know. I can see it going both ways. I actually really liked little Gamora. I thought she was adorbs. She was super cute, and I love the backstage like photos of Zoe Saldana with little Gamora, like all you know, the two of them all dressed up. Oh, I thought, yeah, I thought she was great. Can we end on something lighter? I mean, this movie was such a good Yeah, we got to. We got to end on something lighter. Um, oh, how about you talk to me about Dr. Strange's American accent? Holy moly, you guys. <laughs> so I don't know who in casting this role. I saw Dr. Strange, the original Dr. Strange. I gotta, it's on Netflix. I got to watch it at some point. Yeah, I mean, it's look. It got a lot of flack for whitewashing. I will admit that I have no allegiance to or knowledge of the Doctor Strange canon, so I'm not the person to talk about it, I don't think. But I thought it was like an interesting origin story movie. Rachel McAdams is in it and is criminally underutilized because she basically plays kind of like the Pepper Potts, but Doctor Strange is... He's an a-hole, an ash-hole, but he's not an ash-hole in the way that Tony Stark is, where he's also kind of hot and lovable. It's like, <laughs> no, he's like he's not a Han Solo. He's just like a straight-up ash-hole. And he's really egotistical, and the whole movie basically is about his journey away from that and dealing with he's paralyzed, and so dealing with these new powers is a way to, like, what you know. What idiot gave him an Infinity Stone? So... His whole deal, and I haven't seen Doctor Strange in a while, but his whole deal is that they're the, you know, the order of keepers or whatever that he belongs to is, is protects that infinity stone. Why didn't Tilda Swinton keep it? I think she died in the first one. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Brianna. Well, you asked. <laughs> Look, you started this podcast by saying they killed Tim, Tom Holland. You're welcome. <laughs> but anyway... I don't know. That's just my like little setup. I don't know who in the casting of Doctor Strange was like, you know what this character really needs to maintain its integrity? An American accent. 
By the way, guys, who cares? It's Benedict Cumberbatch. I've said this a hundred times. Let him be Nobody English. was attached to the idea of Doctor no. Strange being American. Who cares? Like, they're all supposed to be Asian anyway. Like, just let... Oh, he's not. Doctor Strange Doctor Strange isn't, Asian. but everybody else, you know, okay. is supposed to be. Like, Tilda Swinton's character was supposed to be. But, like, let Benedict Cumberbatch be British. Don't give him this. It took me out of watching. Like, Doctor Strange, I was like, your accent is terrible. (laughs) I love you in so many other things. I will watch you in everything. I adore Sherlock. I'm all on board. I am a a cumberbitch. But I will not. I'm going to have to edit that out. (laughs) Oh, really? Okay. Maybe not. I don't know. I will not. No, we say dress bitch all the time. Oh, that's right. I will not stand for your American accent, sir. <laughs> I will not stand for it. It is like, and and it makes the scenes where he has to square off with Tony so, like, Tony wins all of them to me because Benedict Cumberbatch seems like he is trying so hard to keep his accent that a lot of his lines are just flat. His line readings are flat. If you let him, he is so good at being snarky in Sherlock and some of the other things I've seen him in. If you Has let he ever him... been not snarky in anything? Yeah, he was actually really horrible in Atonement. Horrible? Like a bad actor or horrible no, like horrible a villain? No, a horrible villain. Yeah, a horrible person. I guess, you know, in, in the imitation game, he was not snarky. He was, well, I mean, Alan Turing is somewhat snarky, but he was also sort of a tragic figure. Yeah, Alan Turing or... I'm trying to think of some other things. Anyway, you're totally right. He, he and Tony are having these conversations and my ear is just going... Wait. <laughs> yeah, what? Wait, 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 what? It's not that I it's not that I literally don't understand him or that he sounds so absurd. I mean, look, I've heard a lot of British people trying to do American accents and failing miserably. I'm looking at you, Carrie Elwes, why were you cast as an FBI agent in the X Files? That's another podcast for so another day. MI six. Sure. It was far and it was not also Doctor Who doesn't matter. It was not the worst it was not even close to the worst british doing american accent i've heard but it was just wrong enough yeah it's he's like... supposed to be from new york and like that's the <laughs> other thing is like he's supposed to have like a new york acts a little bit of a new york accent and he cannot Yikes. pull it off he just can't do it and i as I think he's a phenomenal so he's actor. Oh, like, uh, Tony, if it comes down to uh, you or the kid or the soul stone or the time, yeah. whatever it is, the time stone, yeah, I'm going to save the time stone. And I'm like, oh, just, Cumberbatch, just, yeah, yeah. just be Cumberbatch. Like in the beginning when he's talking about going to the deli, I was like, who oh are my you? God. <laughs> that was so painful. I'll see if they can get you a sliced ham on rye. I'm like, oh, that is how we talk. You nailed it, Cumberbatch. <laughs> it's like, I love you. Just let you. Actually, I'm also remembering now, uh, just another random fun fact. This is the second movie that Benedict Cumberbatch and Zoe Saldana have done together. What's the first one? Star Trek Into Darkness. Oh, he was Khan. He That's was right. Khan. Yeah. Did, did, did he and... And Gamora have any conversations in this movie? No, no, right? Yeah. By the time they met up, yeah. By the time they met up, Gamora was gone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, so Doctor Strange has a really big role in this movie. I guess it kind of had to happen because he owns the Time Stone. He owns the Time Stone. He's based in New York. Maybe they're tr- seeing if they can parlay this into a Doctor Strange two. I don't know how well the first one did. Yeah, I think I think the fact that he has the Infinity Stone 
meant that he had to be a bigger it kind part of, in this. It shoved, yeah, it shoved him onto center stage, which I wasn't mad about, but it was a little weird because I don't feel like I know him. He has never... T- now, correct me if I'm wrong, he's never appeared in any of the other Marvel movies, right? Except his own? Except his own, yeah. So he, this is his first crossover, and he's so front and center that I was like, huh, wow, they're... <laughs> They're really hitting Doctor Strange hard, but I guess, you know, I guess he's got the time stone. But then again, Vision has the mind stone, and he's not nearly as foregrounded. Vision has been in a lot more movies. He's been in a lot more movies. I think he's been in at least two other ones. Did Tony make him? Yeah, kind of by accident. (laughs) He made made Ultron by accident. There was a power surge! He made Ultron? Yeah, he made Ultron. Tony, bad. Uh, yeah, well, that's the whole point of Civil War <laughs> is that Tony feels incredibly responsible for what happens to... How many 9-11s did Ultron cause? Uh, uh, a many across many continents. Like, that is... <sighs> Age of Ultron is when we are first introduced to Andy Serkis's character who we see in Black Panther. Oh, um, Claw. Ulysses Claw. Yeah, yeah. And there's all kinds of, like, crazy arms deals, and Ultron is, you know, he doesn't solve Marvel's villain problem of, like, having not terribly interesting villains, but he was creepy in that James Spader voiced him and did a great job of making him, like, just unhinged enough as, like, this rogue AI and, yeah, Vision kind of also sprang, sprung, sprang, sprung? No mm, springs um, <laughs> from the same kind of elements. Like, that's why he sounds like Jarvis. I didn't notice that. Okay. thought it was just some dude. Are we going to do a solo? Are we going to do a solo when that movie comes out? I have to see the reviews. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I, I waited for the reviews of this to come out, and they were pretty much universally neutral to positive. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know, and everybody seems to have things to say about it. And one of the things that we have to say about it is AV. I saw AV Club's headline, which was, how are we supposed to care about Ant-Man and the Wasp now? And I was like, hmm, I kind of want to see adventures with that headline. And now I understand what they mean. So the, I sh- we should say that Hawkeye and Ant-Man are written out of this movie with the excuse that they took the Sokovia Accord deal or whatever. They're on house arrest? And it's like, it's like hand wave, like they've got families, they don't want to be involved with this. And it's like, oh boy, that's, um, (laughs) that's something. On the other hand, the whole movie happens over the course of like two days. So that actually kind of holds water in a way. Yeah. I mean, Ant-Man, I think is probably just because they were filming and can't do both at the same time. Clint is the least useful Avenger. It made sense. Like, I don't know what he would have done in space with a bow and arrow like you know well he would have been in wakanda yeah that's probably true how mad are you if you're jeremy renner though like not to get the you know payday for this movie i assume they're gonna do a black widow standalone i assume he'll be in that maybe that's a bad assumption no that no they are they are allegedly really doing a black widow standalone can i write it no can i star in it no can i direct it you can go see it in a movie theater. Oh. Can I write fanfic about it? Sure. Okay. But so the the headline is like, how are we supposed to care about Ant-Man and the Wasp now? And I don't have to read the article, although I will, to know that like, yeah, that's a good point. Like this, <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp comes out in like two months or something. And it's like, oh, so 
you know, Ant-Man is a is a lighthearted, sort of low-stakes... I mean, I didn't see the first one, but I understood I it was did. sort of more like corporate espionage, kind of, you know, like... It's funny. It's Paul Rudd. I mean, he's funny. <clears throat> right. It, it, it's, it's comedic. And uh, is it occurring in a world where half the population is dead? Because how can I have no it? idea. How could it possibly... How can you have a comedy in a world where half all people are dead? Be a lot of gallows humor, I guess. I don't know. It just doesn't seem possible. I mean, they're going to have to explain it with, like, it chronologically occurs before the first Avengers, or maybe... I mean, maybe... they did that for Fast and the Furious. Oh, okay. <laughs> or to- I guess they could say Tokyo it's five Drift. years in the future, right? They could say it's five years in the future, I guess. I mean, yeah. if they... If they but they're, they cannot not address it right they can't be like oh yeah this is just you know it's linear time <laughs> half right. of all people are dead do, 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 let's do, go do, have do. some fun <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> let's go let's go have some fun with evangeline lily right that's who yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, last yeah. her suit has wings ha 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 like yeah. that's not gonna work that's not gonna work Spoiler, i'm sorry she's the what it's like you're like i don't care what are you talking about yeah that <laughs> man is everyone is dead I liked Ant-Man, but you don't like ants, so you probably shouldn't see it. I mean, I love Paul Rudd, so I'm willing to see it. It's just like, you know, I just, I don't get to see a lot of movies. And and frankly, something like that just doesn't make the cut for me. No, that's fair. That's like a third tier. Right, exactly. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, uh, how how much time until the next one comes out? Great question. I'm going to Google it. Yeah, please do. I mean, they are kind of stuck. They can't release any other movies as long as this is the thing that is happening in canon. They can't release Guardians 3 while this is, like, happening. Release date, May 3rd, 2019. Yep. There you go. We gotta wait a year to find out what happens to all of our favorite people. Yeah, but, like, it couldn't possibly be more than that because they need a summer movie for 2019. And it can't be, like, Guardians 3 until this next movie comes out and restores <laughs> Unless some Guardians number of them to life. Unless Guardians 3 is just Rocket. <laughs> oh, that's just depressing. Just Rocket hanging out, you know. He has nobody to yell at. Is Thor the last Asgardian left alive? God, that's bleak. I think you might be right. But I don't know. Maybe there's another, like, refugee ship and they're alive. Maybe. Because if he's the last Asgardian left alive, I was like, oh, it actually makes sense that Thanos didn't kill him because then there would be zero percent. <laughs> gonna round yeah, up. Yeah, he, like, went a little over. He's like, I'm sorry, I did, I did a little bit more than 50% with you guys. Womp womp. What uh, is Peter Dinklage? Yeah, great question. That whole part where he was like... The forge, you have to hold open, and it's the, the, you have to get the dying star. I leaned over to my friend, and I was like, too many side quests. Get it together. I was like, I get it. I didn't mind it. I thought things were moving at an okay clip. I, nothing dragged for me. I thought so, but, like, I, I got that, I mean... I think that the movie wanted to emphasize for us that Thor is a god. And, like, he hangs out with all these other folks. Yeah. And they all have powers of their own. But really, nothing is on the level of Thor. Also, I thought that that kind of set piece was also for us to understand that, like, Thanos claims that he has some kind of a moral code, even if it's an amoral code. But he just doesn't care like he murders everybody else except for the one guy who made him his his gauntlet right like he said he basically says like if you do this for me then i'll spare you and then at the end of it's like the six-fingered man from 
Princess Bride. Princess Bride, where, you know, Inigo Montoya's father makes him the sword and then he stabs him through the heart with it. It's like, you know, this guy, you're you're seeing what happens to the places where... And Asgard, you know, the same thing, right? Like, all of Thor's friends and family and kin's people are wiped out, you know, basically on his whim. But it was also like, I was like, do we have to have this whole... I don't know. It was, I was like... Two and a half hours. You could have shaved some of this a little bit. Yeah, some some of us have to pee. Yes. Some of us have to pee. And on that note. <laughs> yeah, and on that note. Until next time, stay undisintegrated. We'll see you next time, Avengers. 